Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram, the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 93, and it's entitled, Are You Living the Life That You Truly Desire? Now, as a single person, I understand that the answer to that would usually be no, just because you don't have the person of your dreams in your life. But what if we set that to the side for a moment? Now, for myself, I have waited so long for the person of my dreams. And even as I've shared before on here about my story of coming across my mentor, Michael Neal, and him helping me a lot, there are still things that I have put off doing. And one of those is really digging down and and just setting down roots. I, I don't even mean physically. I mean just in life. We want so badly to be with the person of our dreams. I I want so badly to be with the girl of my dreams. That sometimes that's, that's all that I think about. Not near as much as I used to, and not even directly, but indirectly. I, I was watching a James Bond movie last night, For Your Eyes Only. And in there, they go and visit these gorgeous monasteries that are in the top of the Greece Mountains. Like they're up in northern Greece. And it's like the Holy Trinity of, of uh, Meteora or, or something along those lines. If you look it up, James Bond Monastery, you can find it. You know, as I was looking at that, it was like, oh, that'd be really cool to go. Well, let's just wait and go there eventually with the girl of my dreams. Well, guys, what if we started living our life right now? To the best of our ability, the way that we desire. I I think part of that is there's a sadness that comes up for me as I think about that. Because part of me thinks like, oh my goodness, I'm resigning to the fact that I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. No, you're just accepting the fact that you're single for this moment. You're accepting the fact that you're single and and you're moving forward with your life. I truly have, guys. I've waited for so long because the life that I truly desire is to be with the girl of my dreams. However, you know, it's funny. There's plenty of people out there that are married that their true desire now is to be single. We always think that somebody else has it better than we do. And we don't take advantage of the time that we have now. You know, there's a song in Bless the Broken Road. Or, I'm sorry, there's a lyric in Bless the Broken Road that says, I wish I could have all that time back and give it back to you. Don't wait to give that time back to somebody else because you can't. Give that time back to yourself. All that's happening, all that's occurring, when you think about doing something and you immediately squelch it before you even give yourself a chance to do it, is you're getting caught up in your thinking. Your crazy leprechaun thinking's entering in and saying, well, if I go to the beach in Hawaii, I'm going to be the only single person there. Well, who knows? You're not going to know unless you try. I don't want to be in the most romantic location ever by myself. I mean, talk about a loser. Guys, I'm pretty sure that there's at least one more person in all of Hawaii that happens to be single. I mean, there's singles trips, there's group trips. There are all kinds of things that we can do. And, and I think also when I think about this question of what do I truly desire? 
the question that comes up for me is, what does God want for me? And I come back to a quote that was from Ophi. If you haven't checked out his music, you, you need to, because they're amazing. And he said on the podcast interview I did with him, he said, you know, God has a million different plans of happiness for each of us. We get to choose. Now, there's certain things that aren't going to be good for you, and you're going to be told that. But the certain things that aren't going to be good for you are very, very, very slim. It's almost like having a giant candy store that 99.9% is open, and there's that, there's that single case that you can't touch. It's like that. And you could even put it like that a little bit with you know, being married. It's like God has given you the entire world as your oyster to go do with it what you wish. Except there's that 0.1% of the world, whether it's marriage or whether it's something that isn't for you, for whatever reason, that's off limits. But you know, like, like little kids, if you tell them that something is forbidden, what do they want to do? They want it. I mean... Maybe not so much with those things that God says, hey, don't do that. But definitely with the thing of, oh, I want to be married to the girl of my dreams. And he says, hey, there's a safe in the back. And eventually you may get that. But go, go enjoy this amazing and maybe even not candy store, maybe amusement park. That's an analogy I've used before where you have a giant worldwide amusement park. You get to decide what you're going to do. Yes, some of those rides cost money. Many of them cost money. And many of them cost different amounts of money. I have one friend that travels the entire world, like literally the world. I mean, he's gone so often, it's probably challenging for him to know what time zone he's in. He's gone that often, and he's created a wonderful life for himself that way. There's nothing wrong with that. You get to decide your life. There's a quote in the song, oh, all, I, all I Know So Far by Pink that I love. And it says, I wish I would have known my life was mine to choose. Your life is yours to choose. What do you truly desire? Because here's what I think happens. Well, we think, well, the thing I truly desire is to be married to the girl of my dreams. And it's like, well, that's not happening. So let's go watch other people live their dreams on TV and stuff. And I, and I do this too, guys. What if instead you said, okay, well, what would be the tiny step to get me closer to that? Is it going to happen as I'm sitting here watching this show? Maybe. I mean, if you truly knew you were going to be single for the rest of your life, how would you live your life? And there's an entire podcast episode on that. It's episode 34, so almost a year, actually over a year ago. And it's entitled, Live as if you'll be single forever. What if you truly started living the life you desire today? Is there a chance as you're doing all the things that you'd really love to do that you'd find the person of your dreams? Possibly. You're going to get a lot closer to finding the person of your dreams traveling the world than you are sitting in your house. Because that's where other people are. Other people aren't in your house. By, by sitting home and doing nothing, you're not going to meet other people. I mean, now granted, there is social media dating and stuff, which I, I haven't really done too much of. But guys, 
there is an entire world out there for you. Now, one of the things, as I said before, that I've really struggled with is allowing myself to do what I want to, thinking that for some reason it's not what God wants me to do. Now, the other day I was sitting and listening to a podcast, actually the book of Michael Neal's Inside Out Revolution, which if you haven't read, I highly recommend it. And he was talking about how kind of one of our purposes is just to increase our happiness in this life. And as I was listening to that, I was reflecting on a scripture that's in the Book of Mormon called in 2 Nephi 2.25 that says, men are that they might have joy. Well, I know a lot of times that's talked about as, well, that just means that, you know, you have kids and a posterity and family. Now, please understand, my nieces and nephews give me tons and tons and tons of joy. You know, recently I just had my had my nephew stay with, with us and we were, you know, stayed, stayed here for a few. I've been spending time with him almost for the past month and it was super fun. It was su- super awesome and super amazing. And I love them to death, but I don't think that's just what it means. You know what I, what I came to me the other day when I read that scripture or actually when the scripture was brought to my mind was... What Ophi said, there's a million different ways to have happiness. So what does that scripture mean about joy? It means what way do you want to pick? In the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, she says, life is meant to be an artist's date. That's why we were created. She talks about the artist dates that you take yourself out for an hour or two and just go relax and enjoy yourself and you know, reconnect with yourself. And there's a quote on the same page by Martin Buber. Yes, that is how it's pronounced, I think. Martin, maybe Buber. (laughs) But it's play is the exaltation of the possible. I love to play in possibility. As you guys know, I'm I'm known as the it's possible guy. Why? Because I don't want to be just limited to one thing. Yes, I am a coach. Yes, I am a speaker. Yes, I am an author. I've done a lot of different things and I continue to do that. I play the guitar, I play the piano, I sing, I write music. Like, there's a lot of stuff that I love to do. And that's totally okay. There is nothing wrong with that. The more I play in what's possible, the more I'm able to see for myself. Now, this other quote in Julia Cameron's book, she says, We are not accustomed to thinking that God's will for us and our own dreams can coincide. Instead, we have bought the message of our culture This world is a veil of tears, and we are meant to be dutiful and then die. The truth is that we are meant to be bountiful and live. The universe will always support affirmative action. Our truest dream for ourselves is always God's will for us. I love that. I just... I mean, the thing, even as I read at that moment, it it really articulated one of the thoughts that I have plenty of times. I'm meant to be dutiful. I am meant to do the will of God, whatever that is. I am meant to do that. But like she says here, our truest dream for ourselves is always God's will for us. I mean, being a little bit personal here, well, I guess there's plenty of times I'm personal on the podcast. I mean, my truest dream, the dream that, I mean, I've pretty much had since I was 18 is basically becoming my own version, but as big as Tony Robbins. And speaking around the world and and changing lives. 
But as I've gone through my journey, there's been some hard times. I mean, I've helped clients with incredible, incredible things and gotten hardly a thank you in return. I mean, we're talking helping clients make millions of dollars and hardly gotten like gotten no acknowledgement or recognition or anything. And I've and I've had times where you know, and, and when I think about that, I just think about the Savior Jesus Christ. I mean, he healed ten people of leprosy, which was far more important than anything I've ever done. And one single person came back. So maybe we don't have to beat beat ourselves up or be so hard on ourselves when we do a good work and nobody cares. Because we're not doing the work for for accolades. We're doing the work because, first of all, it's what we want to do. And, and maybe even first of all, because that's what we've been inspired by Heavenly Father to do. But for me, it's been this giant roller coaster. It's been up and down. It's you know, kind of been, you know, they say feast or famine when, when you work for yourself. And it's probably been a lot more famine than even close to feast. And you get disheartened and you get frustrated and you, I love the term Martin Seligman uses called learned helplessness. And something inside you just goes to sleep. It really does. It just, it just goes to sleep and you're not sure how to wake it up. But this has always been the case. There's always been people that are asleep. I mean, even Sidney Banks says, when he's talking about the coaching profession in general, he says, We have the most wonderful job in the world. We find people in various stages of sleep, and then we get to tap them on the shoulder and be with them as they wake up to the full magnificence of life. That's all I get to do as a coach is I come in and wake people up. I wake wake those dreams and those things that are sleeping in the embers of their soul that they really want to do, but it hasn't worked out for so long that they're afraid to even try. Guys, if that happens to be you, if you're one of those people that has tried and tried and tried and tried and just feels like they don't have the strength anymore, please connect with me. I would love to have a conversation with you because I know what that's like. I, I, I am there. I, I'm continually trying to wake myself up at a higher level to what I truly desire. Now, the thing I was going to refer to is there's a a book inside of the Book of Mormon called Jacob 3 and the verses 11. It says, O my brethren, hearken unto my words, arouse the faculties of your souls. Shake yourselves that ye may awake from the slumber of death and loose yourselves from the pains of hell that ye may not become angels to the devil to be cast into that lake of fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Guys, The way I'll equate this to this conversation is even back then, people were trying to live the lives that they really wanted to, and they weren't seeing it as possible. They weren't like, they weren't living that guided life. They were living a very unguided life at this time. So arouse the faculties of your souls, whatever your dream is, whatever it is that you truly desire. Start moving in that direction. I mean, even if it does happen to be finding the person of your dreams, there are things that you can do in that regards. I mean, I remember hearing in a book by Mike Dooley, and he talked about even just visualizing, you know, or 
you know, visualizing or even sending yourself a letter from that person that you would want to receive. But sitting down and seeing the life that you really want, even if just for a few moments a day, that might inspire you, that might excite you. And the worst worst case scenario, you waste five minutes in your dream life. I don't think that would be so bad. There's a, there's a quote by a man named Joseph Campbell that says, so he's popular with what's known as the hero's journey. And he says, follow your bliss and doors will open where there were no doors before. Guys, when, when I think of that, I think about following the spirit. I think about just following this beautiful feeling. You know, Sidney Banks talked a lot about just following this beautiful, beautiful feeling. When you feel really good about something, that's a green light saying, go forward. When you feel yucky about something, it's a red light saying stop. And if you feel kind of in the middle, it's a yellow, it's a yellow light saying use caution. But we want to know the right next action. We want to know the perfect next things to do. And, and funny enough, she even goes on here to say in the book, bright ideas are preceded by a gestation period that is interior murky and completely necessary. We all go through that trying to figure it out phase. You know, what's coming to me in this moment is it's like a caterpillar that becomes a butterfly. It's what happens in that cocoon. That, that's that moment of struggle. That's that moment of figuring it out. That's that moment of creation. Creation is somewhat of a struggle. It really is at times. Yes, you have your initial idea. Yes, you have thought coming through. Yes, you are being inspired by the Spirit. But there is struggle. I mean, I'm working on a couple chapters in my book right now that have been so challenging. Probably because it's a lot of what I'm going through right now. It's this character asking, why is it okay for me to follow my dreams? What does it matter in the world if I follow my dreams? Who cares? And one of the lines in there, the mentor figure kind of shares with him is, it doesn't matter to me, it matters to you. You want this. And the character had wanted this for a long time. Even if he never expressed it. Every one of you have dreams. Whether you've expressed them or not, I don't know. I mean, but every one of you, ever since you were a child, you started to dream. I had this quote come to me recently that was, dream like you're a child. No matter how old you are. Dream as if you were a child. Dream with all possibility, zero limitations. Because those are the people that get somewhere. If, if you start thinking, the more you focus on your limitations, the bigger they become. I mean, what happens in Ghostbusters? They're, ta- they're sitting there, they're talking about this, and, and he thinks about this marshmallow man, and then it's huge. Just ignore the thinking that comes through your mind that isn't helpful. It com- I believe it comes from the adversary. You can call it crazy leprechaun thinking. You can call it whatever you want. But its only job there is to stop you before you even start. It really is, guys. No matter what it is you're thinking of. And we don't have forever, at least in this life, to figure all this stuff out. One of the scriptures that I love is in a book called Doctrine and Covenants. And it's in 111.11, and it says, 
Be ye as wise as serpents and yet without sin, and I will order all things for your good as fast as you're able to receive them. The quicker you become wise, listen to this inner wisdom, listen to the spirit, listen to this inner voice, whatever you call it, and and start following it as quickly as possible, the sooner your life becomes more amazing than you could ever begin to imagine. That was a promise. I will order all things for your good as fast as you're able to receive them. Well, don't you want to have those things in your life that you truly desire as fast as possible? Well, ask God. Say, okay, I'm game. Let's go. This is what I desire. Help me. In a very respectful way, I I do believe that when we ask Heavenly Father for what it is that we want, he gives us the next direction. It just doesn't look right. And it's sometimes as simple as if you were pulling out of your driveway and you're thinking, okay, I need to go left. Or you think you need to go left. And it's like, no, go right. Like it's as simple as that. But regardless, if you go left or right, get out of the driveway. Move forward on your goals. Move forward on those things you desire. I don't care how many times you've failed. If you want to know how many times I've failed as far as building a business as a coach, it's a lot. I mean, it's, it's many, many years of business failure. But during that time, I've helped a lot of people that have changed their lives. That will come. All of that will come. But when I start thinking of myself, As my past, it doesn't help me. What is my goal? What is my intention right now? Is to fill out my practice with clients. That's something I've I've never had an entirely full practice of clients. Actually, I take that back. There was a time that I got pretty close. And ironically, at the time, I did have a relationship, kind of. And my life was amazing. Now, for me personally, because that's all I've ever wanted, it's almost like there's always this gnawing at my heel. But I have to recognize that all that gnawing is, is thought. There's not an actual dog gnawing at my foot. It just feels like there is. So if you're sitting there thinking like Joseph, like, I, I don't want anything else except being married. Okay, cool. But if you happen to know that that was never going to happen, I'm not trying to take hope away, guys. I'm just, I'm just, just play along. I'm not, I'm not trying to take hope away. I'm not saying you're never getting married. Go play a different game. Marriage is a byproduct. It is not something that you can control. You could put yourself in all the right places, but you know what a relationship usually comes from is two people have so much energy and so much excitement about the things they're creating in the world that they want to connect with that energy with each other. And then somewhere along the lines, we get this idea in our head, well, I'm I'm not good enough because I'm not married. I actually had somebody tell me this. They said, you know what? You would be the perfect coach for my son, but you're not married. So sorry. True story, guys. That, That really happened. That's their choice. But it's my choice to make, only one person has said that to me, that I remember in this moment. 
It's my choice if I want to make that my excuse. Well, am I going to go forward? Am I going to build the coaching practice? I mean, I have, like, I actually have the idea perfectly of what I desire. I know what I truly desire. And I know what it's going to take to get there. I just got to take the tiny steps. There's a cool picture. If you, and you guys might have seen this on Facebook before, but it shows one ladder with rungs. So those are the, the tiny things that go across the ladder. Probably every two to three inches. And it shows another ladder with rungs every 12 feet. One of the quotes I really enjoy is by Martin Luther King that says, you just got to see the first step. You don't have to see the entire staircase. How, how do I create a coaching business? And, I'm, and, and I understand, guys, I, I know most of you out there aren't, aren't building a coaching practice. But I hope it will, it will stir up in you what it is the next step for you. Do you know what I have to do? I have to make one single phone call. That's it. Wait a second. One single phone call is not going to create you a coaching business. No. But that action repeated and, and connecting with people and writing messages and truly connecting and truly understanding and knowing somebody. Well, all that starts with a call, guys. All that starts with a single connection. I mean, for you, my invitation would be like, whatever that first step is for you, go take it. I'm talking so tiny that it would, it would take you up two inches on a ladder. I mean, it would be so small that you could barely get your foot in, into the next rung. I guarantee you'll move through life a lot quicker that way because I've tried the other way. I mean, I've even said on here, guys, go make, out, go make a paragraph of your wildest dream life. Now that might work for me, for my clients that have done stuff that's more practical, it has, it very much has. And so I even used that and started making mine a little bit more practical. Like it's not plausible to think of, you know, having a six figure business or like a, a, even a higher six figure business. I think in my, in, in my statement, I put up to like, I want it to be making roughly over $200,000 a year doing coaching. Now, I will get there, but, but right now, I'm not even close to that. And so it's about lowering the steps that we have. Now, something cool that we did last night, we went to this glow-in-the-dark place. Now, what's interesting, oh, glow-in-the-dark glow golf, mini golf. And what's interesting about it I was really wondering how they created these, how they created this effect. And then at least I think I figured it out. I could be totally wrong, but the larger the black lines were between the painted objects, the more they looked 3D. Now I could be totally wrong. I really could. I mean, obviously you still have to put on the 3D glasses, but it was just kind of an interesting thought. You know, so something that might look super, super high. And even like some of these were so good, you could look down at your feet. You were on level ground, okay? I was on level ground and it literally looked like one of my feet was up on this boat dock that was painted to look like a boat dock and my other foot was actually down. We're talking like at least a few inches down. Well, if those glasses can play such an effect on our mind and the painting that's done with them, think of, 
what the effect that all of our thinking is having on our mind. It's like, oh, well, I'm never going to find somebody because I don't have this. You know, I know plenty of like guys out there, especially, and, and, uh, you know, my, my hair isn't as full as it once was. I mean, fortunately, I'm, I'm still grateful for the hair that I do have. But I know plenty of guys out there that have no hair and they're like, oh, I could never get that type of girl. Girls don't like guys that are bald. Well, I was, I happened to be looking at, for whatever reason, I, I happened to be looking at something of Jason Statham and he is, you know, he's a bald guy that's, he's got a very, very attractive girlfriend or wife or whatever she is. Now, some people may be thinking, well, he's an actor. I could never do that. That is just a thought that goes through your head that you're treating as real. That's one of those crazy leprechaun thoughts that you've grabbed onto and you said, that's a real thing. I mean, I know there, there are plenty of people that, you know, just going, going on this example, they really do when they, when they lose their hair, like they just kind of change. And, you know, even myself as, you know, as I've lost a little bit that I've had before, and I have, I've had that thought in my head, like, oh man, I wish, I wish it was this way. I wish, I wish I had that entirely full head of hair, like some other people out there. Guys, it doesn't matter. That's just a thought that goes through our head. The thought that came to me this morning was how, you know, I remember there was a talk given by a lady and she she shared with us that you were created exactly as God intended for you to be created. Because if you weren't, then he would have created you differently. So whatever you think of as your flaws, as your challenges, all you can do is shape what you have. That's all you got, guys. Now, once again, you might be thinking with the Jason Statham example, he, he's an actor. He, he's got it all. No, he has a certain magnetism to him that any girl would probably love, many girls would probably love to be with him. And, and then there's The Rock that has magnetism next level that any girl would love to be with him. We need to start looking for why our dreams are possible instead of why they're impossible. So I don't know what it is that you're struggling with of getting your dream off the ground. You know, I'm thinking about a hot air balloon. Now, they have sandbags. I think you have to, you now my understanding of hot air balloons is very minimal, but I think you have to let off a few of the sandbags to let it fly. The more sandbags of your life that you start letting off, the more of the thoughts that you feel are holding you down, the, the quicker you're going to fly. The more you look for the reasons why people aren't interested in you or why people don't want to connect with you or the reasons that you can't have your dream. You know, let's say, for example, you're trying to write a book. Well, I'm just not as good as some of the other authors. People aren't going to buy it. All of those thoughts are just trying to stop you before you even start. It's like the example in Hercules, where they, they try to kill baby Hercules in the Disney movie before he can even start, because they know if he begins and if he continues, he will crush them. 
What is your desire? What is it that you would love to do? Maybe you'd love to get yourself in, you know, ideal shape. Start going to the gym. Start exercising. Well, I mean, you know, talk to your medical professional first if you need to. But start moving in that direction. What if you want to write a book? Well, start sitting down and writing the book. What if you want to build a business? Start building the business. Get out there. Start selling products. Like, whatever it is that you truly desire. Now, for example, as I was saying before, all those amusement park rides in the life have different prices. For example, if I want to go to Greece, I looked it up last night, it was like, you know, two grand or something just for the airfare. Okay, so if I really wanted to go to Greece, I'd have to find a way to create that. There is always a way to create a solution, and there's also always a way to create a problem. Everything is possible if you just start and keep going. Like if you if you just start and keep going, everything really is possible. And don't get discouraged. Like discouragement is that thing that gets us all down. We lose hope, we lose faith, we lose we even lose desire. I mean the more you the more you work at something and the more you see it not happen, if you pay attention to your feelings of discouragement and believe them, then that's what's going to happen. You're going to get more and more discouraged. Now, if you want an inspiring tale to read, yes, I use the word tale because Pixar is kind of like that fairy tale company. Their story is told in a book called Creativity, Inc. And probably plenty of other books, but I really like that one. That is such a phenomenal and fascinating book. Pixar took years to get going. It doesn't matter how slow you were going. It just matters that you're moving towards where you want to go. I mean, I have struggled and struggled and struggled to build a coaching practice for years. I've had thoughts in my head. I've had, I've had things happen in my own life which have affected me. I've had times when I just don't feel like it. I, I love the work that I do. We just get a simple thought in our head and it's like, eh, I think I'll go do this instead. I think I'll go do this instead. But if you would just start moving in the direction of your goals and your dreams, you will be astounded at what happens in your life. I love this quote again. The universe will always support affirmative action. Let me say it again. The universe will always support affirmative action. That's from Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. And I, and I even wrote a thought on one of these that says, you know, Maybe God's placed our dreams in us. Every one of us has certain talents, certain abilities, certain things that we do better than other people. And God wants to use those in the world. What is it that you truly desire? What is it that you want so much more than anything in the world that would just make you smile, would make you come alive, would, would make you so happy? What is it that you want to spend your life working towards? My hope is, as I have been sharing these things with you today, that you will remember your dreams, that you will remember your goals, that you will remember those things that would just 
set your heart on fire. Like if you got to live that as a life, you would be out of your mind excited. Now, if you truly don't know what your dreams are, here's a cheating, a, a way to cheat and find out. When you start looking at somebody else's life and you're jealous of it, notice particularly what area of their life you're jealous of. If you're jealous of their relationship, then that's showing you that you want a relationship. If you're jealous that they're an actor up on screen, then that shows you that you'd like to be an actor. If you're jealous of an author that's out in the world and of all the amazing people that talk about their books, then that probably means you want to do that. Whatever it is that you want to do, start doing it. There's an Instagram account called Inspired to Write that I follow. And one of the posts that she put on that really hit me is said, your art is the antidote to so many people's pain, yet you keep it to yourself. Every one of you, if you lived your mission, you would change people's lives. And you would change your own life. It can be so easy to sit and wallow in our pity. And I've done it so often, guys. I really have. But there's a phrase in hockey. I love ice hockey. And one of the commentators for the Arizona Coyotes said, you can't sit around feeling sorry for yourself. He's Canadian. And yeah, like while you're feeling sorry for yourself, the other team is just going crazy. They're, they're going to town. We can't sit around and feel sorry for ourselves. No matter how easy that is to do. And, and if you do for a moment, then... When, when you get struck by inspiration or even just, when I say that, I mean a simple thought that says, hey, go do this. Go do it. That simple thought that you have, I know I talk about this beautiful feeling of the spirit, but even that simple feeling, that simple thought, hey, go do that. If, if it sounds good and, and sounds like a good idea to you and you can even check in with the spirit and say, hey, is this coming from you? And if you get a feeling of peace and just that good, peaceful feeling, good, peaceful, warm, cool feeling, however you feel it, it's for you. So we need to stop feeling sorry for ourselves. We need to rise up. I love the scene in Batman, uh, the, so the Dark Knight Rises, where these people are chanting something as he's in this giant pit, and they're saying, rise. Rise, rise, rise. So I'm telling you guys, rise up. Now is your time. And, and, and I know it's really easy to sit and be like, oh, I wish I would have started earlier. I wish I would have figured this out earlier. Guys, you can't, you can't beat yourself up for knowledge you didn't have. I mean, you can because I do it plenty. The only thing that matters is next step, next step. When you get that thought that comes in your mind of, I can't do this. Okay, well, if I could, what's my next step? What's my next tiny step that is so small that an ant could take it? I know we look around, we think people take these massive big steps, and sometimes they do. But it's usually the tiny steps that work out. I mean, I had Case Kenny on my podcast simply because I simply asked him to be on. It was a tiny step. I've asked other people, and some haven't. 
doesn't matter how it how it rolls out. I mean, I want you to think of your life as a movie. Especially if you've had a lot of challenges, a lot of struggles. The end is always the inspirational part. Actually, not even the end. You know what I love? I love the work montage where the person gets to work. You know, in Mighty Ducks, for example, there's you know, a scene where he says, you know, they're, they're showing clips and over and he's saying, well, we got to work hard and, and you know, we got to get, we got to put ourselves to work and all those other things. That's what we got to do, guys. We got to get to work on what we want. But it doesn't have to be with that full, that intensity, that crazy intensity. It can simply be, hey, I'm going to play the piano today. Hey, I'm going to play the guitar today. Go figure. The more that I play the guitar, the better that I get, the more I enjoy playing the guitar. And one day, see, if I would have started that when I was 15, playing the guitar 21 minutes a day, yeah, I'd be pretty amazing by now. But I didn't. I went through phases and ebbed and flowed and I even go through phases now, but I play 21 minutes a day. If you, if you're not sure what you want to do, go join the it's possible challenge over on my, on my social media page, the it's possible guy and go play. That's all it is. It's about play. Start doing the things that you love to do. It doesn't matter what happens in the world. It doesn't matter what impact it has on the world. It matters because it's your dream. It matters because it's your life and God wants you to be happy. I love this quote by a religious leader of mine named, El- named uh, Jeffrey R. Holland. And it says, God expects you to have enough faith and determination and enough trust in him to keep moving, keep living, keep rejoicing. In fact, he expects you not simply to face the future. That sounds pretty grim and stoic. He expects you to embrace and shape the future, to love it and rejoice in it and delight in your opportunities. God is anxiously waiting for the chance to answer your prayers and fulfill your dreams just as he always has. But he can't if you don't pray and he can't if you don't dream. In short, he can't if you don't believe. And I find it really interesting that in my own life, if there's a real if I perceive there's a real emergency, like something happened recently that had me, you know, that was urgent and had me praying very urgently and asking not only for God's help, but for people's help that have already passed away that are on the other side. I was willing to do it for that. And funny enough, within moments, you know, that a good thing happened out of that. But I don't do that in a lot of my life. I don't pray to God like everything depends on Him, even though it does. I have zero control over what, I, over what happens in my life. I control the inputs. God controls the outputs. And if you, but if you put in enough inputs, you are eventually going to have some good stuff come out. So whatever it is that you truly desire, here's my invitation. Take one single tiny step this week or today. And then the next day, take the next step and the next step. And if you don't know what's the guided step to take, what's the right step to take, just take a step. Maybe sometimes we're given overall guidance. 
of yeah going th this is a good direction to go and sometimes and maybe it's not even the directions not there it's maybe we're not in tune just take a step you know as i said before i just got to make one phone call and then i might be inspired to make another phone call i just got to get moving it is much easier for god to shift a train that's on the wrong track that's already moving than for him to push an entire train to get moving so guys get moving take that one tiny step this week and when you start chasing your dreams, regardless if you have your person in your life or not, this is where happiness is found. Because you begin to have so much joy, so much aliveness, so much fulfillment, so much excitement about what it is that you're shaping and creating in the world, other people begin to notice. And who knows, as you're going down that path, you just might meet the person of your dreams. I mean, could you imagine... I mean, meeting the most amazing quality person that you've ever encountered in your life for you. That's only, I can't say that's only going to happen if you start chasing your dreams, but it's definitely going to increase the likelihood because people are attracted to energy. Get engaged, get moving. There's a scripture, it's in a book called Doctrine and Covenants, which is a book of scripture. Well, obviously a book of scripture that says it's 58, 27. That says, verily I say, men should be anxiously engaged in a good cause and do many things of their own free will and bring the past much righteousness. For the power is in them, wherein they are agents unto themselves, and inasmuch as men do good, they shall in no wise lose their reward. As long as you are trying and seeking to do good and moving forward in your life, you're, you're going to get rewarded. I don't know what you're going to get rewarded with, but God is good. He's rewarded me with so many amazing things. And generally they happen when I'm moving forward, even when I don't exactly know the right steps to take. So you have the power, you have the ability to create in each of you what you truly desire. Go create it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world. Then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. 
you can just message me on Instagram at the it's possible guy and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.